What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Decode Podcast. We're coming to you fresh off the Nintendo Direct. That was a thing. That was a thing. <laughs> Jack Black is Bowser. Can he play any other character than Jack Black? Uh, Jack Black is just going to play himself. That, that, that's <laughs> the thing. Like, Alrighty, um... Keel, Keel, he is <laughs> as Toad. As Toad, Chris Pratt is playing Mario, which is weird. That is weird. Charlie Day as Luigi, I think, is probably perfect. It is. So there's that. There is that. That's that was a thing. That was a thing. We'll get more into. Uh, get more into. These, uh, we'll get into that in a second. Nintendo Direct uh, later on in the show. Uh, we're just waiting to see. In I believe yeah. Wally is going to be with us today. So he should. He's sure just he's mute. He's low light. Looks mute. like. Wait for Wally to get into. Waiting the chat for Wally because I'm sure Wally's he muted. has some opinions. And being the resident Kirby fan. Oh, oh boy, yeah. I have I have opinions. Today. <laughs> I have so many bit. opinions. Uh, oh. But uh, as always, we'd like to catch up our viewers and our listeners with what we've been playing. Wally, what have you been God. playing lately? Oh, well, what have I been playing? Uh, actually, what I've been playing is... I've been playing uh, River City Girls, actually. Okay. Um, I because I only beat it. I didn't beat it the first time around, so I was like, you know what? Let me actually try to beat the game. And this God, it's a really solid game. Like I am so glad it's getting a sequel. I am glad we're getting River City Girls Zero that's coming out, which is a remake of the old Lost SNES game where Kyoko and Misaka were originally from. I am I am pretty excited for that. Um, also, been playing me some uh, Psychonauts too. Isn't that game oh, that- amazing? Worth the wait. This yeah. was a game that was 100% worth the wait. Um, you can tell when you look at the game, even from like the first stage alone, this was a labor of love kind of game. Like, you know, you know, when a game, when a, a company makes a sequel for a game that was like everyone has been clamoring for, and then when we finally get it, it's the most lackluster thing you've ever, uh, ever seen in your life. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> psych. We all know those games. We all know those games. Psychonauts is 100% like. The opposite of that. This is a game that they made as 100% a labor of love to the Psychonauts fans, and mm-hmm. it was mm, oh so good, so perfect of the game. Yeah, so we should we showcase that game uh, on our streams uh, in full, and I, I was just I was amazed at it. Uh, definitely one of those games that's uh, in the talk for uh, the infamous Gotti. Oh, it is definitely it, it definitely is definitely Gotti. I, I honestly, I think I have so far uh, two uh, game of the years on my list, and that's a new for that's big for me. I've never had two before. Ken knows this. I've always had one, but never two. No, I, I'm in the same boat uh, with. Yeah, we've been. I you know I played through Psychonauts two, and then we started uh, Kena um, this past Tuesday, and uh, Kena, excuse me, Kena, Bridge of Spirits. Uh, that is another one that is like, this is really good. 
this is also in that same conversation of this could be a game of the year contender. Um, and what's funny is like both of these games, they don't break the mold. They don't do anything really new. No, they don't. They're just really, really good yeah. games. It's it's They're it's very the whole well designed. It's, it's the whole idea of uh, don't break, don't don't break if it's don't fix if it ain't broken. Yeah, and yes. that is what exactly they did with these games. They oh, especially Psychonauts two, mm-hmm. where Psychonauts two is just like, oh no, we're not adding anything new to the game. We're not adding any new mechanics. We are legit just picking up where you left off. Mm-hmm. And then with uh, Kena, Bridge of Spirits, uh, which if you read my review, which is live on the uh, Digital Area Entertainment website, you have a .com, by the way. Um, if you read the review... It's uh, a .com. It's a .com. Um, one, one of the things that I point out is like, this game doesn't do anything new, but the way it presents the game is so well done that I look at this and I'm like, this is the studio's first game. With a team Wait, of this 15 is their first people. Game? Yeah, so Ember Lab, they previously wow. worked on the Majora's Mass fan film, which is a terrible feat. And that was like a an animated part. And you can tell like this is an animated studio because the animation in this particular game is just on point. And then they hired a few other people to like, hey, we need some people that know how to do like game design. They took what they knew from animation and threw it into this game. And it's just so phenomenally well done. I can't help but put it in that same conversation. Like, yeah, this is this is worthy of like it definitely belongs in people. Like, if people do top tens, which we do, it's definitely going to be something that's up there in that like that top ten. Very much so. And um, between that and uh, I'm not sure if anyone else has played the game yet, uh, but the Artful Escape oh, is yeah. honestly, I, oh yeah. my. Gosh, so I, I I played that game two times in two times so far. Once on the PC, and then a second time on the Xbox because I just wanted to get that like it's such a vibrant, colorful, beautiful sounding game. I wanted to play it on a high end like next gen system on a really good screen so I could really appreciate like all the love they put into the visuals of this game because I didn't want to like play the game again and not appre- put so much appreciation to like the art of this game because it's just a beautiful game yeah so when i when i played through it because you mentioned it in the chat i was like oh i gotta check this out so i, I go to my boys and we're like oh it's on games pass let's check it out and i play through it and we beat it into sitting you know of us hanging out and whatnot and i was like wow this was a really fun artful platformer and i love the yep. fact that it's, it's a story about coming out and it's just a wonderful message and a really, really awesome game uh, to go along with that amazing message. Um, just like, you know, I can you can put it in that same conversation with something like Psychonauts 2. Yeah. Psychonauts 2, you know, deals with the whole, you know, mental health issues and uh, a lot of different things. And they do it in such a, a way that chuckle, but then you're like, oh, you know, meaningful and really powerful it's it's it was one of those games uh i just picked up on random because um i saw a random gif of it Mm -hmm. and i was like "Ooh, this looks beautiful let me try this out and um well no no wait i saw the random gif of it that caught my attention and then i looked at the game and i was like oh carl weathers is in this game oh fuck yeah let's play this game (laughs) 
So uh, another game that I, I highly recommend, um, although I, I, I know how you are when it comes to like these open world games, uh, it's our featured image uh, behind <laughs> us right now. This is a screenshot from a game called Sable, which is available now on Xbox Games Pass. Uh, hashtag, we're not sponsored. Hashtag we are not sponsored, but we really love them. Um, uh, Sable is like an open world journey, basically, where you go around uh taking quests, helping people uh, finish off where they left off on tasks that they've done, you can become, like, the job that they have by wearing these different masks. So look up Sable, and you're going to see the main characters always have masks, uh, masks on and stuff like that. Um, we all know video games are an art form. This is one of those games like Journey, like Eco, like Shadow of the Colossus, like Grease. Um, EVE Online. Yeah, where it's just like, yeah, this is this is art. Yeah, it's it's. <laughs> I, I I've never been the type of person that was that uh really leaned hard into the whole video game. I I, I agree, video game is art. I one hundred percent agree with that. Um, but I was never the type of person to play artsy video games. Um, until you dropped Journey on me. And uh, that's kind of like what bit me, that, that, that got me, that bit the bug in me was playing that, that I realized, oh, video games can be these beautiful things that just tell these great stories from start to finish. If you just let you, if you just sit down and let the game tell you the story, rather than trying hard to like uh, achieve a certain, like get the achievements or your trophies or anything, if you just focus on the story of the game, it can tell you this fantastic story from start to finish if you let it. Sure. Um, so going down, before we get into the Nintendo Direct, which was an amazing 40 minutes of high-quality, memeable content. Everything. <laughs> yeah, oh, boy. Everything. Um, last week was the 10th anniversary where they showcased uh, a couple of games. Like a small handful of stuff. Man, shout out to THQ for you know staying strong. Yeah. You know, it's it's whenever someone mentions THQ, I kind of always have this like shock of like you know when you find out a celebrity's alive. Yeah. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> ah, no, right, come on, still exist. <laughs> yeah, let's be honest. Let's be honest. You can't. I, I, I you cannot trust too because like whenever like there's a Dark Siders announcement, I'm like, all right, they, that company's still around. Thank you for giving me more of what I love. <laughs> it's, it's like that. It's like that one meme up from the office of like Dwight looking over to Angela's there. He's like, ah, that's how I feel whenever there's an announcement from THQ. It's like, oh, this game was great. Oh, THQ, you're still here. All right, cool. Yeah. So they they had a couple of announcements. A sequel to ELEX. Uh, I think the bigger the biggest announcement from them was that there is now a sequel to Destroy All Humans. Amazing. Wait, it was always. Uh, no, there was there were several. There was three Destroyal Humans. Yeah. Uh, the first one was Destroyal Humans. The second one was Destroyal Humans 2. The third one was Destroyal Humans Viva Las Vegas. Yeah. Or something like along those lines. Yeah. Uh, They're calling this one 2. Because, uh, beca because this is the remake of 2. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I, 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 personally, I'm really glad they're making the remake of 2 um, because, like, 2 was on it. It's like. One was great. One was the cold classic hit that was great. Two was made it like a game. <laughs> that was when it became popular. Then three happened, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you got you got way too confident. Just steal <laughs> the back of it." Yeah. That's how it. That's how it is for them. 
Um, so it was a very like small, low key uh, showcase of games. A lot of like really weird looking RTS games. Uh, THQ is definitely trying to address that core market of being between typical standard PC user and who plays games on consoles. I thought that was cool. Like it was cool. Yeah, that was there. It was very cool. I, I was really like, "Come on, guys, give me my time splitters, please." Time splitters. Can I get time splitters? It's no. an arcade cab. We're not gonna get time splitters. Okay. No, we're not gonna get time splitters. Sadly, I don't think we. I mean, that's fine. They did say they like. Correct me if I'm wrong, but they didn't. They say something that they were working on a new time splitters game. They are. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. In development. Yeah. It's been in development now. We are in 2021. It's been in development for about three years now. Technically two years if you don't count. If we count COVID. Oh yeah, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you take away twenty twenty, it's been two years. Yeah. And then so, yeah. if, if if they were working through the pandemic, we don't know. Uh, but it remains to be seen. Um We got some news, uh let's uh, Activision Blizzard. But okay, <laughs> so it's the end round of video games. I was right. Yeah. Um yeah. the <laughs> Everyone's trying to jump off it right now. The SEC is now <laughs> investigating Activision Blizzard. How do you get investigated? How do you get subpoenaed by three different forms of government in the same year? Because people finally decided to take a look at what was going on over there. Like, when finally, like look, those those crooked capitalists, man, it's going to bite. <laughs> when it bites them, it bites them. Yeah. So it, it just got to the point where it's like there was a, you know, it, it it all goes back to the Me Too movement, putting the magnifying glass over all the things that were happening there, and then that just opened up the can of worms for everything else that was going through yeah. Activision Blizzard. And I, I really feel like the people I feel the most for are the actual developers who worked on the game. They have nothing to do with this. They're just trying well, to do what they love. You know, Vicarious Visions. It, it, okay, Vicarious, Vicarious okay. Visions, for example. They just want to make the game. They're like, yeah, we're going to do Diablo 2 Resurrected because we love Diablo. And then all this other stuff comes out. It's like, okay, we really love Diablo, but you guys no. suck. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like, uh, I really, really want to play Diablo 2 Remastered. Dude, I like, love I, Diablo. And gosh, like, I love Diablo so much, but mm, this is hard. This is very hard this for is where, This is where I'm now everyone's having this conundrum because... You have over the Overwatch team making announcements for Overwatch Two being shown at Grand Finals and stuff like that, yeah. and then you just had the, the the executive director of Overwatch just announced that he's leaving. He left. Yeah. You had their chief law. I, I don't know what it's it's the chief, chief legal officer. Uh, chief legal retired. officer. Thank you. No, didn't retire. He's like, I'm taking a sabbatical from everything. I'm like, <laughs> that means you're probably getting disbarred. Um, Yo, that's what that that's what that means exactly. That's exactly what that means. It's just a terrible time to be active. Um, but everyone's now. now making these excuses. Well, the Overwatch team didn't have anything to do with this, so we could still support the game. I was like, no, no it doesn't work that way. It so, doesn't work that way. So let, let's educate yeah. the general gaming public and how the developers have already been paid. They've made the game. They've gotten paid by the company. When you purchase a game of that sixty dollars, the percentages go to various different percentage goes. Retailer, the retailer makes the money at that if like dollar and change or whatever. Uh, it's sixty-seven cents. It's even less now. Yeah, it's oh sixty-seven God. cents. I was actually looking into it to retail games. I'm just like, um, no wonder why GameStop sells. A, a majority used games. of that sixty dollars goes to the executives, uh, other 
people, you know, you know, a portion of it is used for shifted out of work. Um, the developers have already been paid, so you're not really affecting them directly. Only thing that pretty much would affect them is if the company is as crappy as Activision. Let's say every Diablo fan boycotted the actual game and didn't buy Diablo 2. Yes. They made no sales on Diablo 2. Yeah. The way Activision Blizzard would probably retaliate is they'll lay off like 800 people off of Vicarious Visions. So that's yes. the only thing that, that, like, it's the unfortunate thing that's going to happen. So us not buying the game, if enough people didn't buy the game, um, it would affect at the end of the day, it's like if I'm a person who is good at my craft and I love this, I'm gonna get a job. I know right now it's probably a lot harder to do that right now. With actually, it's not. A lot of studios are just straight up hiring right now. Oh, that's good. Left, right, and center. <laughs> so they're obviously gonna have a place to go then. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But it's like it, it just sucks because you know work on Pablo really love Diablo. The people who work on Overwatch, as much as we can rag on Overwatch and its balance, balance issues and all that stuff, the people who work on Overwatch, I think, I hope they do. Kind of. Kind of. It's the whole it's... thing of like, uh, yes, we want to, it's, it's kind of like, all right, I'm going I'm to kind of spin this into a whole thing of how I enjoy wrestling so much. Um, okay. It's kind of like when we talk about AEW and WWE. Mm-hmm. We love AEW. Of course. All right. We, we love AEW. We love the product they put out there. We love WWE performers. We want them to strive and go far in life. We want WWE to be successful. However, WWE is not giving us reasons to want them to be successful. And that is the situation right now with Activision and Blizzard is that we want the people working for that company who have nothing to do with this to be successful. That is something we want them to do, but if they're making it very hard for us to want to, to, to feel that for them, if they're still there. And the downside is, we are ruining their success because it's like, we want to support you. We really do, but we, we can't. We don't feel it in our hearts. We can't. And that is hurting us. And, and we know it's hurting you, you know? Yeah, it, I mean, it, it's a weird stalemate. Because, like, I haven't been a fan of a lot of the recent Call of Duty games, for example. But Warzone is a game I think is really, really well done. Uh, but I refuse to play it. It could use yeah. better anti-cheat. It could use better, but like, yeah, it's, it's fun to play. Yeah. Like when it first came out, I dabbled in it. I was like, oh, you know, it's free. Whatever, I don't have to spend any money. And I played it, and I'm like, this is really cool. But then, yeah. like, I I took the personal stance, and I said, I'm just not going to touch it. I deleted it from my hard drive. I traded in Diablo three, GameStop. <laughs> I can't help it. It's the local game store. Okay, it's literally the closest thing within walking distance. From me. I know that's fine. <laughs> it, 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 but for for Activ- for Activision Blizzard's case, it's it's a bit harder because also there are devs that are being also indicted in this. Yeah, a few. So not and, many, thankfully. Uh, not many, but like they were in charge of huge swaths of projects. So at the same time, it's just like. Uh, uh. Right, let's take a look at um, the 
Call of Duty Vanguard. Call of Duty Vanguard is the first Call of Duty I've looked at. And I'm like, oh, hey, this actually different enough that I. It does. And I, I it, watched a couple of streams of like the beta that they had, and I'm like, yeah. this looks really fun. I was what uh, they had the kill confirmed gameplay, and I was watching multiple streamers, Jesper Hard, and all of them just playing kill yeah. confirmed, and I'm like, this looks so good. It it like, does, I, and and I I, 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 I don't want to buy it. <laughs> yeah, it's so frustrating. It really is, but man, it's I I, I just can't. I cannot bring myself to do it, and it sucks. It really sucks. It really does, because right now you and I are probably playing Diablo 2. I would be playing Diablo 2 with you right now, 100%. I would be right now, like, folks tuning in right now. I'd be on my necromancer running around like, yeah, this, yeah. this is the game. I I, we, that's what we would be doing right now. <laughs> Me and Kevin would 100% be having a Diablo 2 stream. 100%. You know, we would 100% be having a Diablo 2 stream if Activision wasn't such a juice nozzle. So true. But yeah, so uh, they're, they're being investigated by the SEC. Uh, multiple. Uh, it's not a good time. Activision. Exactly. Well, Kotek go to jail? I don't know, because he... I don't know. He's he's been, he, no, he's he specifically, specifically been and, uh, subpoenaed and indicted. Wow. So, yeah, uh, so he's actually been indicted. So it's like, well, clearly you knew. Clearly someone died under your watch, and that's <laughs> yeah. why he's being indicted. So it's like, you might go to jail, which... It will be hilarious. It's yeah. the end round no, of video games. Will. Yeah, it really it's is. It's the end round and of video games. And for it, those of you who don't know what happened to, in Enron's case, the company was dissolved. Yeah. So, that's, I, and, don't think, I don't think Activision is definitely going to be large. There will be. There will be a changing of the guards big time. There's going to be one. It could go either way, honestly. Yeah. Because the physical company has also violated labor law. Yes, they did. Yeah. That is the other issue. And if you violate labor law, there's a hefty price to pay for that. Nine out of ten times those companies just fold underneath. Yeah. So. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a tricky situation. <laughs> it is. This is what. This but, is uh, why you like the main thing I said, you know, my main concern. Is I hope they understand that. And Vicarious Visions is, has even went on record to say, "Look, get it." And that's you know what? Not for nothing. I really appreciate they said that um, because not because many devs would not say something like that. Mm -hmm. Many devs would just stick to their guns or just be silent, which is the worst thing to do. Exactly. But um, the fact that they were very open and said, "We understand if people, if no one buys our game, that's great. That is." a very big uh, move on their part, and I really respect them for that. Let's get into the main topic of our show. We just came oh. off of watching the Nintendo Direct. Live reacted, if you missed that, you can go. Uh, the VOD. The VOD. The VOD of it. <laughs> the ones this is uh, done with, or it should be up now. By now. Should be. It's yeah. up now. Check out the VOD of me and live reacting. Um... Not going to talk about every game that was revealed. We're just going to talk about some of the things that uh, definitely were like, oh, this is cool, this is cool, this is cool. What the heck is this? Um, what is with Nintendo killing everyone? Yo, everything was like the end of the world. No, it's post the end of the world. There are no humans left. Yeah, like what was this Last of Us Kirby thing? That I am here for this. <laughs> all right? All right. I, 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 all right. So we're just going to start? All right. We're yeah, just we're gonna just going to start with that. We're just going to start. Let's just, let's just, go, let's just go into this because... 
I, I feel like I, I'm the only person on this show with the full right to talk about Kirby like this. Hey, man, I liked Kirby, too. I, just Hold on. I, I will just say I got a lot of Crystal Chronicles. Uh, Crystal Chronicles. Uh, Crystal Shards out of that game. The 64 game. Oh, gosh. Yeah, and, um, and, 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 we're getting Crystal Star- and, and we're getting Crystal Shards back. I know. Because, oh, my gosh. Oh, gosh. Ooh, okay. All right. So we are finally getting a new Kirby game. Uh, the big, the big thing about the fact that this is we're getting a new Kirby game at this time of day is because this is the 30th anniversary of Kirby appearing on the on the Game Boy on the Game Boy systems way way back in the day. Um, I, for one, am super excited about this because this is the Kirby game that a lot of people have been clamoring for for a very long time ever since Kirby 64 happened. Yep. We need everyone wanted to pl- wanted that that itch again cuz Kirby 64 was a nice open area Kirby game and we loved it. But then that was it. We never had anything like that ever again. So now they're just like dipping right it's back into right. that pot and ooh it looks fantastic. The world looks beautiful. It looks like this whole thing is it's like a, it very much looks like Kirby Last of Us is what it looks like. Because um, it's basically Kirby wakes up on an island in a post-apocalyptic world and it's him exploring it and trying to figure out what caused all of this. And the game is relying much like a lot of people making a lot of comparisons to this game to Mario Odyssey and I see it. Because this is a game that allows you just to go play how you want, take abilities, and using the abilities to just maneuver yourself more so around the stage, which is so great. I love that concept. I like that they're, they brought that back from uh, Kirby 64, where is that the abilities will help you traverse the stage rather than just, you know, killing enemies. And, oh man, this looks fantastic. The game just looks beautiful, and I am here, one hundred percent here for this. They announced it's going to be summer twenty twenty two. Whew, I that's too far away for me. Honestly. So my question that is, is which Elder Car is he going? To, which Elder Car? So is I, I, I was thinking about that. I, I was I was thinking about that. Um, so my one one idea I have is that. Uh, I'm thinking that this is like a Rip Van Winkle situation for Kirby because that's kind of like a Kirby plot oh, right there where right. he fell asleep yeah. and he wakes up like 10 years later. That's a very Kirby plot when you think about it because um, like him going to alternate dimension, nah, that's not really Kirby. Like Kirby is more like, I fell asleep and I woke up and everything's bad. Well, oh, I better go fix this. Isn't technically Kirby lore where Popstar no longer exists? Um, no, the Kirby lore is that uh, Popstar still exists. What the Kirby lore says is that uh, the planet uh, Chill Freeze is actually a post-apocalyptic planet Earth. So okay. that's what a lot of other people are thinking is that this game takes place on that planet. That because okay. uh, you saw all the skyscrapers, you saw yourselves yeah, yeah, walking yeah, yeah. through city streets. So a lot of people think that we're going to be on Chill Freeze as the, uh, the setting for the game. Because it's, it's, it's 100% canon that it's a post-apocalyptic Earth. What if it's just the Odyssey world? <laughs> well, like, Who knows? <laughs> this is Mario Odyssey. <laughs> yeah, the whole planet is gone. No, but I, I really, I, that's, what, that's what my guess is, is where that this is going to be. I'm here for this. I'm 100% here for this game, though. Yeah, it looks like a really good game. Um, has the typical Nintendo MO of going to give you this big fun playground, this big sandbox. Go have fun. Uh, it's yeah. interesting that you made the callback to uh, got the Nintendo Switch Online update where they're going to be adding oh Nintendo 64 games as well and as Sega Genesis games. Sega Genesis. Win back. 
That wait, was the last thing I expected. Wait. Wait. Does that mean the 10 does, but Sega won't? Oh, damn. Full circle. We got full circle, y'all. We did it. Does that mean Nintendo will do what Sega won't? They so the did. Original, the original they 100% slogan, did. The original slogan was Genesis does what Nintendo does. And now it's the so, other way around. So, well, let's, 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 like, let's, let's look at it. Let's, let's look at it, though. Say if any of the companies, it would be, it would be Sega, so they're still making consoles. Yeah. I, I feel like... Uh, it's it's so surreal that this is happening because the Nintendo Wars were so deep back in the day. And now it's like, hey, you want to stay relevant? We're going to put you on our system. You want to make your money silly? We're going to put you on our system. That's it's it's such a it's it's such a sugar daddy situation. It really is. But at the same time, also, it's like I, People don't. I, I think the younger generation doesn't understand the war, like the, how deep the war was back then. Oh, like it you was. were either it a Nintendo super. household or a Sega household, and you never interacted with each other. Yo, it was, it was a super war. deep, uh, super deep. And speaking of the Nintendo Wars, um, Act Razor remake. Yeah. Uh, why isn't anyone talking about the Act Razor remake? So I would have liked it if it stayed. To the way the original Act Razor, because the original Act Razor was just a complete side scroll. It had the whole like farming sim thing, and I'm just like that completely equal. Um, it's cool that we're getting a remake. Like I'm excited yeah. for it, but I, I I loved Act Razor so much as a kid. That was like one of my favorite games uh, to play as a kid. So I'm I'm here for this. I am 100 here for Act Razor. Forward to the Triangle uh, strategy game. Yes, because it's a it's- triangle. It's Triangle Strategy looks beautiful. Yeah. Chocobo GP. Oh, Chocobo GP. Oh, my gosh. It looked a little stiff. I mean, it looked like it was a mobile game that decided to, uh, like, up yeah. and throw it on. That's what it looked like. <laughs> that's, 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 that's what it looked like. With Diddy Kong vibes to me. Yeah. It looked, With the up yeah. in Diddy Kong Racing, if you kept hitting the same balloon when you had an uh, an item, it would upgrade the item. Yeah. It's, it, it has... It, I agree. It does have big... Uh, it does have huge Diddy Kong racing vibes. Um, yeah. I, I'm I, I'm not going to say it has uh, any real comparison to the old school Chocobo racing. Oh, it looks different enough, though. Yeah, I, I I I can't see any other. But it looks it looks fun. It looks like a fun little game yeah. that you can just pick up and play with friends. And sure. I think at the end of the day, that's kind of like what we want when it comes to like a, 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 a like a Nintendo Switch racing game for, especially when it comes to like those uh mascot kart races does it drive decently does it play well yes yes oh, that's it yeah um, that's that's exactly it then uh Miyamoto came out and we got confirmation of the oh, okay. Mario Brothers oh, movie they're <sighs> partnering with Illumination the that's studio fine. that has given us despicable me that's fantastic other movies that's good they're a great animation studio great animation studio Great, fantastic. This cast is pretty interesting, though. Chris Pratt is Mario. Oh my gosh! I don't know how I feel uh, about that. I'm. Okay I, I, it's weird. I, I hate that. I hate that. I, I, I honestly hate it. Uh, one of my staff members confused Chris Pratt with, with uh, Ryan Reynolds. I'm like, that would be a completely different <laughs> Mario movie. That would be a totally different Mario movie. But here's my thing: Danny DeVito is right there. <laughs> All right. And what's hilarious about this is, though, is that whenever there is a Nintendo live-action movie, it was like, get Danny DeVito. That's pretty much what it's been so far every single Nintendo live-action movie. He's a movie. middle-aged Detective plumber. Pikachu, Danny DeVito. 
Super Mario Brothers movie, Danny DeVito. But Danny DeVito's like, hey, I never played a freaking Nintendo game. <laughs> we get that. But please play Mario, Danny DeVito. It would have been perfect if Danny DeVito was Mario because we have Charlie Day as Luigi in this film. That yes, exactly. All I'm imagining is just Luigi with a with, with the board, the board. With, with, the, with the lines. <laughs> with the best part part like, I, yeah, that, that's Luigi. That's I, I Luigi. love though. What I love though is the whole thing of uh, everyone is saying Green Man for Charlie Day. It's like, yeah, he's oh, now the Green Man. Yeah, he's the Green Man. Now the Green Man. Uh, we he's have, now the Green uh, Man. Jack Black as uh, Bowser. I love that. I love that. I, I love I had, that no, so I much. Have, I have an issue with this. Jack Black can only act as Jack Black. No, he cannot. Jack Black is actually a fantastic. I know he's a fantastic actor. actor. I know that. The thing is, is the thing is though, like how I see him playing Bowser is that I know he's going to have so much fun with it and he is going to kill it as Bowser. And I can guarantee you, I will guarantee you on this. There will be a Bowser musical number. Yeah, because sure. if yeah, you have yeah. Jack yeah. Black yeah. in a movie and he is not singing at least once and it's a comedy role, come on, <laughs> waste it. I can guarantee you Jack Black will be singing a song, especially because Fred Armisen is voice of Kamek. Yep. Yep. And then we also have uh, Keith and King Biela as Toad. That's a great casting. That's that is good casting. one. I, that is perfect casting. Seth Rogen as Seth Rogen as as Donkey Kong. I don't know about you guys, but I love that. So it's it. interesting that they're going to have Donkey Kong in this movie. It makes me think that they're going to set up like the Nintendo verse. Yeah, that's what has me. That's what has me more because um, it what has me inter- that's what has me wondering is this um, because they have not just Donkey Kong but also Cranky Kong mm-hmm. is in the movie too, and Michael uh, what's his name? Um, uh, man, I'm blanking on his name. But the fact that Cranky Kong is in the game. That establishes the whole like Nintendo lore of that Cranky Kong was the original Donkey Kong and Donkey Kong is now this Donkey Kong. Yeah. So it makes me wonder, will we see Pauline in this movie? Mm. That's what has me wondering. It, here's my thing. Two things, first off. The fact that North America is getting this movie first. Yeah, that is pretty interesting. That, that, that's that, is, interesting. that is pretty interesting. That is interesting, yes. That is very interesting. Two, does this mean that the uh, there's going to be an end credit scene of Sakurai walking up and handing out envelopes to people? God, I, hope so. <laughs> I hope this movie ends with like Mario Sakurai shows up in like, a, a little a trench coat and the eye patch. She's like, I'm going to talk to you about the Smash Brothers initiative. <laughs> <laughs> Not even. It's just like, yeah, we're going to have to go fight that. It's like, no, but, but no, it's going to be like, taboo. But, but, no, but wait, but wait, but wait, but wait. So at the end, the post credits happen. Mario walks into his little pipe house, <laughs> and he t- and he turns on the light, and Sakurai is in the chair. But <laughs> it's it's the Sakurai dub voice from the direct. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> it's the Sakurai dub voice. So it sounds super robotic, and empty, and soulless. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I like that they're including Charles Matinee in the movie. They're keeping yes. the role a secret. I like that, yeah. And that leads yeah. me to believe that they may probably show Wario. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. Probably like I that 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 would be very does he cool. Also do all Luigi? He does all of them. Yes, he does all the he does all the uh Louise, the Luigi's, the Mario's, the Wario's, he does them all. Yep. He does Toad. What if it's what if instead of Putting Waluigi in Smash. Speaking of which, next next week, guys. Next week, we got the announcement of an announcement for Smash Brothers. 
We're gonna get the final Smash Fighter on October fifth. Sakurai thing too. It is. It is. It's such a Sakurai. It's like, yeah, we got an announcement of an announcement that you but all want to hear. Showing how the character is played, which means that the character is probably dropping very soon. Yeah, it probably means like it's probably gonna be like day of or like Most well. Likely. Yeah, or either like two days later. Yeah. Because October 5th is... A, actually, no. It's probably going to be the same day. Because remember, uh, Gino... Like, me and Gino had talked about this. We were talking... We always talk about this because it's so bonkers that they do this. That Japan has their game release dates on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. So, I'm thinking maybe that's the reason why it's also on the 5th. The 5th is a Tuesday. So, hey. You know? That, that could be it right there. It could be. Yeah. We got the uh, Monster Hunter. The opening of the show was the Monster oh, Hunter. Boy. I thought that oh, was. Gosh. I thought that was. Oh gosh! Oh I my that gosh! Was Castlevania. It looked like Dragon's Dogma for a second because the it, monsters look so different from what's normally yeah. in Monster Hunter. Well, it's because it looks well. One, they got the the one who's who designed a lot of the monsters for Rise was the same guys who did uh, G Jump Generations and a lot of the more popular ones. A lot of the ones like a lot of fourth gen ones, and especially yeah. the ones on the DS. And you look at that monster, and you look at the monsters that he designed for that game, they look so much alike. It's that long, slendery, gothic-looking dragon design. Mm-hmm. That's like, that has their earmarks all over it. But the fact that this is a new monster is a swoo, and it probably an elder dragon, which is this probably like the, the mascot the monster. Yeah, it, either, or they may do with the uh, Valtraxes and be that, the fact that it's not an elder dragon, but it's the mascot uh, monster of the game. Um, I, I, regardless, the fact that this is this game is going to be Rise's Iceborne is the way they're selling it as. Whereas that this is a game that you can buy, you can have if you have the original Monster Hunter yeah, it's, it's game and it's an update. Yeah, yeah it's it, but it's not just DLC. It's like DLC. Like this is the same thing they did with Iceborne. Whereas that, yeah, we exhausted everything we could with this version. We're gonna drop all of this content for you in one big DLC. Which is great. However, I just really, really hope. Now, Capcom, please don't screw this up. Give us something to bite us between now and then, because you will lose a lot of the. You will lose a Akuma. lot of the fan base. More Akuma stuff. You, you, you will lot. You will lose a lot of fan base if they don't give us at least one monster between now and then. And, and here's the reason why I think you're expecting. Uh, well, I also agree with Ken that you're expecting too much. Remember, Capcom had to deal with not one but two leaks. Yes. Yeah. So it's like they are, they probably had to erase everything that they've already had and restart, which is probably why this is so pushed down. Honestly, mm-hmm. so, I, yeah. I don't know why not just stick with it. Like, okay, it got lead. Like, well, we'll just keep working on it. Well, oh, no, it was so, ransomware. Yeah. That's why. That's oh. what I mean. By it was the ransomware attack. So you actually have to erase everything up until where the point where the ransomware showed up, or else you'll still have the ransomware. It is. And yeah, that that's, that's twice. Terrible, yeah. That happened twice. Yeah. Uh, we got a, a gameplay trailer for Splatoon 3. It's also dropping next year. Another game where everyone's dead. Yeah. I, you're like, what is this trend, Nintendo? I, Are you trying to tell us something? <laughs> I I I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest I'm gonna be honest with you, gents. Um I'm also chucking Splatoon up there with with THQ. <laughs> it's like that game you forget about. Like, oh yeah, it's just this game I forget about. But it's like it's 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 an incredibly Popular, capable, fun game that I always forget is still around. <laughs> How dare you! I know. It's I, I'm still. You know, it? I'm not it a Splatoon fan, so such good lore. Whenever, when, I know it has. And you know what? It does. I agree. It has fantastic lore. It, it's 
I'm certain it's a very fun uh, pick-up-and-go competitive game. It has a huge esports scene, and I am very proud of Splatoon and everything it has done, but when someone mentions Splatoon, like, 3, I'm like, there was a 2? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 2 came out during the launch window. Yeah, I know, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, the thing is, because Splatoon 2, for me, in my it opinion... It also crushed least, arms. Because it was released it, within it, a week. It, in my other. opinion, at least, it felt like Splatoon 1 and Splatoon 2 just, like, blended together. I kind of forgot that, you know, there were two games at some times. Splatoon... <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it looks really cool. I like the, a right. lot of the new. There was like this new like rollerball mech thing that they could ride. It's yeah, a crab. That's, that's a crab. Looks like a crab, a crab tank. Um, yeah. They had a, a move where you could like extend it to like spider onto, squid. You can grapple onto like. Yeah. Into this. That was the map. I, I really yeah. Like Big. the map they showed off looks huge though for four v four. It does. It really does. Which means that they probably and, increased speed, like actual run speed and stuff like that. Yeah, I hope so. And, and, like, I can't imagine the maps being that big. Yeah. The you gotta have some, like, mobility to move around those big maps. Off a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Why are the octopuses? Why are the octopi furry? Um, I, I don't know. Weird. We'll see. I mean, like, Splatoon has some bonkers lore. I mean, we're gonna yeah, see some answers. bonkers lore. The thing that worries me is I always, always get afraid whenever the part three of like it's gonna face, because that is the death knell of your franchise. Ah. If you ever go into space. Yeah, it, it really is. We're looking at you, Death Saints Row. Leprechauns in space. Leprechauns, like, nobody, everybody looks at that movie like, Jason X. Yeah, absolutely right. Saints Row was because they wrote themselves into a corner. Yeah, went to space and then we went to hell. And then they went into like the cyber part of space. Yeah, but they still um, went, went to space, space and then we went so... to hell. Yeah, but technically Doom went to space. Technically, Doom has always space. been in space. <laughs> Doom was like made in space. I mean, you can't like use Doom as a comparison because it started in space. space. Okay. Uh, no, it just no, happened no, to be hell no. on space. Um. Oh, I just forgot the uh, EA is remaking the game. Um, Dead, Dead Space. Dead Space Three. Dead Space was great. It started in space. But it started in space. And then it that's, that's totally fine. It started in space. Part three is they decided to do things that were. Okay. Add co op and it could it would have been fine if it was just straight sure. alone. Sure. Don't like Wally said. That's it. Like learn from learn from Double Fine. You know, like Double Fine. They know what's up when it comes to game dev. But squids in space is going to be awesome. Space squids. I I just hope this space stuff for Splatoon Three is just a random map and not like. Lore. No, I think it's lore related. It's probably going to be uh, lore related. Uh, that and suck. in all honesty, the lore really doesn't impact the actual base. Like, the lore yeah. is just kind of there just to make the game interesting. And everyone's just kind of like, wait, what is going on in the lore? What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's pretty much it. And that's pretty the, much it. The capstone of the Nintendo Direct deal of Bayonetta 3. About time. 
It looks weird. I love I it. I hate that it looks so low res. And I, really, I know. I really think none of that. I don't think, like, yes, they showed quote unquote gameplay. It's not actual gameplay footage. Yeah, like, so what I is think, this? I think, so what I think it is, is that is a reel that they show internal to show, like, as a progress report. Yes. And that's probably the only thing that they had. Because then I was like, cool, we're going to show this. And Platinum's probably sitting here, like, we really don't want you to. It's like, yeah, but can you put something else together? It's like, no, because we're working on, like, 12 other games right now. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, it's like, I guess you could show this? And and the other thing that ma- makes me... Kind of- that Virgil's in it? <laughs> or whoever they showed at the end. Um, but, like, I think the other thing that worries me... Yeah, it was always... Yeah, and then- I didn't see his name there, and that has me worried. No, he's the executive on- director. Yeah, he like was, he definitely took like a way mm-hmm. in the back seat. Well, here's the yeah. This has me why. very nervous. Um, I don't know if either of you follow his Twitter. Oh, I do. I do. Yeah, I do. He is sick and tired of be asking me <laughs> answer questions about Bayonetta. So it doesn't surprise me that he wants to go do something else. I would be spreading out. Yeah. At first, I thought it was uh, Astral Chain like two or something. Oh no! I I had as soon as I saw like the what they were fighting, I'm like, oh no, it's Bayonetta. Because as soon as I saw like that blue halo, I was like, no, it's Bayonetta. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like, I was stuck between that because it's like, well, regular people normally don't fight like the angels and, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's the interesting thing. Yeah, that's the weird thing. To ask yeah. chain? Because that was the only right. thing I could think of because those also have the <laughs> blue <laughs> halos. I mean, they had like cybernetic halos. Like, well, for yeah. Me, yeah. I, like, the reason why I didn't think it was Bayonetta 3 at first was just how, like, the game, how the trailer looked. I was like, this doesn't look like the Bayonetta game. Not the Gotham. Yeah. And then not if, the... This, mm-hmm. if those were angels, even that design felt off. Felt off. And, yeah. once again, it goes right by the fact that Kamiya is not the director. I know. I mean, it, it, we're going to see it, like, it not for nothing, so but I, I will say this, is that well, yes, I am very excited for this game. I do not like her new look. Same. I do not like it. And I, I think like that is a big example of Camille not being the, the head director on the game, is yeah. the fact that you don't see her iconic look in this game anymore. Yes, the Gothic Elite dress looks, it looks fine. It looks very fine, but it looks like what they did was, and is that they took a step backwards in her as in her development as a character because the first game she looked exactly like how she was when she first woke up same hairstyle and everything the second game was her evolving past that past and starting anew you saw her with a fresh haircut but still that same outfit now her hair has gone back to her the same hairstyle she had when she was a child that is no. Yeah, no, it's not a prequel game, but is it, you can't do a prequel game with this game because there's no prequel for Bayonetta. Yeah. There is none. So it's like, it's just very weird that they took a step back in her design and like they gave her the same hairstyle when she was a child. It's, I don't know, it's just, it just really, it just really weirds me out. It just really weirds me out, her look. I don't know what it is about her look, it just bothers me. Bayonetta 2 was No, it wasn't, no. It wasn't it was a direct sequel, yeah. Like there is, but the thing is, there you can't do a prequel for Brianetta because 
the backstory is so locked in the fact there was no there's no point in time that you can drop in a prequel because no, you mean, saw could, everything. Could it take place? I'm saying between one and two. No, 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 no. no you can't. Yeah. Because of the, uh, yeah. Um, like it's it's too many. Like it's it's just. I still think that is, I, I still think that that was meant for an that's an investor reel. I really just think that just yeah, like, I, I think so too. Oh, totally. Oh, one of wasn't ready, but they had to show something. Yeah, coming out next. Let's see. The weird part is, is like they also have announced Bayonetta four, so that's why I'm just confused. I don't know if we're ever gonna get to four. I don't think we're ever gonna get to four. Um, the um, Metroid Dread trailer, which uh, actually leaked yesterday, uh, but they showcased it. Probably the best. Yes, uh, it was. It looks like we're finally getting the origins of the I am in, I am there for it. I am I am so 100% here for this. Also, Kraid is back. It's been forever like since Kraid, we saw Kraid. Right? I knew it. He looks it's been forever yeah. since we saw Kraid. Like he was, Kraid was Kraid is such an underlooked villain in the Metroid lore, but he's such an iconic villain in the Metroid games. I just want to know how he survived cuz both times yes. he's been blown up. Like the fir- the first time he was blown up, the second time he fell into lava. So I want to know what happened because um, Metal I... Ridley make because like if we have Metal Ridley because like all right we know Metal Ridley happened because Ridley she got fucked up after Samus like stomped her trying to get the Metroid back. Yeah, but in uh, games. yeah, Multiple in several games. games. But maybe this is what it is. Maybe now. This is just me spitballing this. What if the whole point of Dread is that Ridley isn't the main boss anymore, isn't the leader of the Space Pirates anymore? What if it's Kraid as the leader of the Space Pirates? Like, Ridley finally got got. Yeah. Fusion. Yeah. Fusion, that was yeah. Like a clone, wasn't it? Mm-mm. That was him. Basically. Oh, okay. Yeah. obviously going to culminate one I think it's just going to mm-hmm. the fact that she still chased the ex-parasite definitely getting into yeah the, getting into what probably yeah what if cheer me up because technically we need don't have much lore on Crit, but what if Crit is not so much a single entity, kind of like how the Mother Brains worked? If you think about them, they were cybernetic things that were basically jar- brains in jars, but they were essentially computers. What if Crit is kind of like a hive mind species that is psychically linked? Kind of like how the Chozo technically are? I, 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 I'm thinking, my theory is that crate is just really that much durable yeah like because every single time you've seen crate crate is like this massive yeah. monster of a beast and uh i think captured. maybe it's just yeah i i, I just think that thing. maybe i mean there was also that yeah there was that uh killer where yeah maybe it was yeah or maybe like a down right um, mm-hmm. and even though and she what's touched it, it and got power yeah, even the uh, what's it called? Um, it's a what's it called? Maybe uh, oh, kind of like how there's mother brains of in the Federation as well and everything. Yeah, 
Yeah. That's really weird. Game's it could be an X Parasite, actually. I, I'm very curious. I, I'm very curious to see uh, what they plan to do with with Metroid because after you know the last game, it kind of like they it really put a capstone on stuff because you know really died. You know, Mother Brain. So many of the Mother Brains were reduced. Is the population has been reduced? You know, it makes you wonder like where they go next. Then you remember, yeah, Metroid, Metroid, the other like all those like. Like pretty much, we had a whole Metroid Survivor horror game that had so much lore in it that you haven't even touched on yet. And then we also had what looked like a living Chozo. Yes, yes, that's big. And that that I think is the scariest thing. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, we do know that this is Metroid. They said this is not Samus Aran's adventure. It's the Metroid this Saga the Metroid chapter yeah. ending. This and then they said, "Looks like Prime." In that, yeah, in that series, yeah, the Prime series. Probably gonna be it's the real oh, villain. <laughs> Think about it. What a no, actually, no, no, actually, like, you're, you're actually absolutely right. That 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 could be a possibility because we really don't know a lot about they, the show. They were an advanced civilization that yeah. ha- that wiped that. Literally played God with species. Yep. Yeah, that's all they did. And then the space pirates came in and then wiped them out. And maybe the so, space pirates were the ones who revolted, like one of the species that revolted. Yeah, they came. The space pirates, like, because the space pirates, like, were constantly either were raiding Chozo, were raiding Chozo planets, and right. the Metroids that they made were going crazy. So, yeah. yeah. And it, it just it, makes it, you it wonder. Explain why the Chozo Literally every game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every single game. Because, like, you're playing, like, when you first play Metroid Prime, you're on this random planet. Like, oh, this is a huge undiscovered planet. It's called Town 4. And then you walk around, you're like, why is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I feel like the next Metroid game will focus, um, well, I think Dread is going to close the book on the Chozo. Whereas the next word and dread will dread will close the book on the chosen, but also talk more about the fusion virus so that it leads into the next series of games from this game. We'll be focusing on that. And I, this is where I think the game is going to be taking. I think the game is going to be leaning harder once again, back into the fact that it's a survival horror kind of game. My biggest question is what are they going to, that was another question I was just about to ask we're you. Like, call, we're just going to name him Sam. Maybe. Sam is two. Maybe. Of... <laughs> I'll, I'll be all for it. Yeah, so. Sam. I, or they'll pull, like, I don't uh, think the it will be... of Link, the adventures of Sam. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it will be the closing chapter of the Chozo itself. I think it's going to take the Chozo and set them up as the next set of chapters. It's also possible, because they, they've been very key to Specifically, Specifically the Metroid, Metroid, the alien. Yeah. It, it makes me wonder is uh, because we all know Samus was raised by Old Bird, who was one of the who was they who in the lore says it was he was different from the Chozo. Right. He was a more sympathetic and benevolent Chozo, mm-hmm. which leads me to think what if like what if we're saying is that it turns out the Chozos are the real villains? Like, what if they were colonizers? <laughs> no, think about no, it. No, what if no, no, they no, no, were no, colonized, they were going from planet to planet, just not implant and just implanting their civilization in there, 
and They're harvesting the DNA. Yeah, they playing God. gods. Yeah. So maybe that's the case. And you, Samus, have now this realization of like, oh shit. The maybe now people, it's time to go kill them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's gonna have to fight the banks of the people who raised her from a child and made her into the person she is today. That's a big thing for her to go through. Yeah. Stuff. It's a great time to be a. It is a good time. Whether you are impressed with what you saw or you're not, or you're kind of like me, where you're just like, this was cool. Games to actually. I always hype responsibly. I go into it with like no expectations. I'm ready to. Well, and I'm like, oh, that was cool. Okay, that was. Okay. Think where what, what part? What was the part of the trailer got the most? I think when they were announcing like Jack Black and all that, that's that's one of them. That was one of them. I think the actuator thing was like, "Holy crap!" Yeah, 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 that. And then uh, we saw the Sega Genesis collection also oh, being Sega Genesis thing. Well, like, I was hyped with the Nintendo sixty four. I was like, "Win back!" <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, Win back was like one of the first cartridges ever made. So yep, good. it was. Like Gears of War wouldn't exist. Without that, without that game, I I, I think Kill Switch, like the, Kill the, Switch the, which was the other game, would not exist. Also, without Wimpack. Also, oh no, uh, Shadowrun. The Shadowrun. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh my like, gosh. Oh, Shadowrun wow. Chronicles is going to be on the Switch. Yeah. Holy cow! Yeah. That's amazing. Good stuff. A lot of Great. that's really good stuff. Um, I I not for nothing, but like uh, I think the biggest point where I got hyped was when they announced the N sixty four collection. Yeah, I'll, I'll be, be no, because be honest. Yoshi story. I'm buying I'm buying yeah. that controller solely so I could tell my kids, yeah, back in the day you needed two people to play video games. Spaceship <laughs> was what we used to control. <laughs> I I I, I definitely like, that was when I became really hyped because I didn't have an I didn't have an N sixty four, so this is like now I get to have an N sixty four. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty, that's gonna do it for today's show though. Stick around though, because just after the podcast, we're gonna be switching over to RG and Joel who'll be playing more of Greek Chronicles. Um, you guys know the deal. I'm gonna keep the conversation going. You can do so over in our Discord. We have all those links available on our main website. The That's our main. Yeah. Podcast, our written content is check out our my written review of Kena Bridge of Spirits. And I, always, we come to you live from Waypoint Cafe located at 65 Ludlow here on the side. We're sponsored of our esports and gaming podcast, as well as our image animation. This is 20% off with our promo code discount 20 over at imageanime.com for all there. we have it again thank you all for coming on through stick around we have more gaming content after this show but as always until next time goodbye and good night bang